All right. Welcome to the DevCast. How are you doing, Riley? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Um, I'm we just... have a special guest today, Linda. Please introduce yourself. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? <laughs> okay. Welcome so, to the iCarly show. Bo, really? <laughs> really? I'm so down. Uh, Let's get, uh, what's her name? That show was Miranda so. Cosgrove? We should get Miranda Cosgrove on the podcast. That show was so unrealistic. They started their own <laughs> online show and they just <laughs> blew up. Yeah. Like they Instantly. were. They were the next Joe Rogan podcast for some reason. Overnight. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm trying to <laughs> get my YouTube channel. They're <laughs> shitting on Marwan. They probably had a bunch of pedophiles watching their show or something. Dude, I think their show was made by a pedophile. It was. Yeah. Yeah. iCarly, it was. Yeah. yeah. Or at least the guy that runs Nickelodeon was, uh, I think he was, he, he had, a, he had like a foot fetish. Yeah. Or something so it was like, like that. iCarly, Victorious, a bunch of other shows. Yeah. It oh, was that weird. that same like producer that? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, for one thing, the Nickelodeon symbol was a foot at one point, which is like already oh, kind of weird. Oh, wait. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and then Damn, what else was it? There was. A, how could a fetish be so obvious and yet missed by a lot of people? Just no one thought yeah, about it. Well, th- the thing is, I don't think foot fetishes were like as big of a thing back then. True. But there was like a whole thing about that. Like there was a he wanted fans to send pictures of their feet as like a he made he made like a he tried to make like a reasonable excuse for it. Like oh, it's this joke. And it's like this innocent thing. Apparently, like the producer wanted like the fans to send him pictures of that. And then there was also scenes and like yeah, I know some of the shows where they showed like them like with their feet or something like that i don't know it was weird like their toes like just like painted or like yeah have, like little faces on them or something yeah stuff like <laughs> that weird bro I-, I knew about the scene but i didn't know about them asking for feet pics mm-hmm. bro what the fuck probably getting people to like audition and then he's just like oh yeah i need you to casually take a picture of your foot and then yeah. send it in with the rest of your stuff it's <laughs> just like Hey man, it's if your weird. foot don't make me feel a certain type of way, you ain't getting the job. I'm sorry. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's how it be though. Yeah. Look at uh. No, I'm not gonna go there. <clears throat> I, I ignore what I what I was gonna say. But yeah, but that debate though. Yeah, I think that's the main reason we're here today. Yeah, yeah we're, we're like trying to like come with conversation, but there's people. Know. I I watched the whole thing and it was funny. Was it? Yeah, because it's like watching, um, you know, in high school, there'd be, like, fights and, like, yeah. people just couldn't. People trying to roast each other. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was kind of like that. It really did feel like more of a roast. Like, for one thing, Biden was saying, he was telling Trump that he was, like, the worst president America's ever had. He told Trump to shut up. Trump was, like, talking about, like, I gotta look at everything that was said. There was so much. Dude, it, Trump was, <laughs> Trump was like talking bad about uh, Joe Biden's sons. His sons, yeah. Yeah, he was like, "Your son." And uh, Biden like, like, "Yeah, my son had a drug problem, but I love him." I'm like, "What?" So his and son his got, son got discharged like, from dishonorable from, discharge. Yeah, from yeah. Coke. yeah. And I'm like, "Bro, like Coke." And I was like, <laughs> "How does this involve the, Bro, I didn't the know, debate?" I didn't know Biden Jr. Trump was, was like, uh, "All right, I'm about to bring up your whole family history." Because <laughs> he brought um, up, like. Uh, Trump's like how much he had to pay for taxes or yeah. whatever. Well, one thing that's kind of crazy, and I had brought this up before. Um, so basically, Biden he uh, he has a history of putting a lot of like black people in prison, 
and now he's very like you know oh yeah he's very um i don't know what the word would be for he's he's very like pro black lives matter and all that which yeah. is you know cool and everything um but, but history but like that history yeah he he like- thing is he he should have brought up his history and said like this is who i am now i'm not that person anymore something like that but like because he should have known that was going to come up during the debate yeah yeah what i like about what trump said was he said that i've done more in 43 months than you've done in 43 years and I was yeah like, that's yeah. true he hasn't really done anything joe biden yeah not really no he's just kind of just in much. office <laughs> Like well, he's in office for 43 years. He's got that backup from Obama. He was Obama's vice president, so people are like willing to back him up. But it's clout, bro. He got that. Yeah. Clout. Yeah. Once you got that presidential clout, it's over. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> I uh, mean, the problem is Biden is using emotional and ethical arguments. To win over voters mm-hmm. so if you don't vote for biden it's like oh you don't care about the people you don't care about how people feel it feels like he's blackmailing everybody yeah. True. like I, making everybody feel guilty which I mean, is like kind of stupid yeah. I mean, but you, it's just they're so desperate that's the thing you know like biden's really trying to get in power it's really just it's a power struggle it's a fight for the left and i would say i'm like I've always said I'm in the middle. I guess I am slightly more conservative, but I'm still. I don't. I don't want to say I'm a conservative because then, like, because you, know, you get that label. Get yeah, yeah, you get that label. I hate it. Um, but I think I just hate the radical left, where it, everything's so controlled. It gets to the point where it starts to feel like you know little bit like communism in a way where they're trying yeah. to like take control of everything everybody gets the same Pro- day, same this same that that's right. more socialism well i, I mean, think but when communism everybody gets the same pay like yeah. in russia you get the same pay no matter what your job is or yeah. how good you do in your job everybody i was gonna say pay. like the whole thing with the protests is you know messed up because well there's peaceful protests and then there's the people that are like causing havoc and everything and biden supported that yeah and that's where i'm like i was actually considering like, I was actually a little more for Biden before, but once he started doing that, that's where I was kind of drawing the line. Yeah, that was, like, it, taking it, like, a little too far. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I get that you're trying to, like, make a stance, but yeah. I don't know. I just can't support, like, you know, people getting their yeah. businesses destroyed. I saw a video of someone in L.A. getting chased by, like, this whole crowd. Um, like, they were just driving home from work, and this whole crowd started chasing the dude in his car, and they started, like, hitting his windows. Yeah. And then he got pulled, the guy got pulled over because they said he was in the wrong for some reason, which I don't understand that. But it's just, yeah. when politics control so much, it's just kind of an issue. Yeah, speaking on that driver, there's a natural incident that happened yesterday. I saw this on Twitter. Well, the headline on Twitter, and I did more research. Mm. And according to the Washington Post, Washington Post, California prosecutor, driver tried to kill Trump supporters. Uh, two organizers of a Southern California rally against police brutality and racism were charged with attempted murder Tuesday for driving her car into uh, counter-protesters and running a wom- running over a woman's head. What? Yeah. Damn. Tatiana Turner deliberately drove into a crowd of President, President Trump's uh, supporters with intent to kill the woman and also seriously injured a man who broke his leg. And no one's really talking about this? Mm-mm. She said she positioned her vehicle to be used as a backup weapon, and she used that vehicle as a deadly weapon, willing, willing to injure and kill those who stood in the way. Apparently, she's had a history 
where there's many days before where she'll go out there like with sticks and shit and start hitting people. Really? Yeah, it's bad. I, I, about it. I hate the fact that no one talks about it because the media is so controlled. Yeah. That's well, what I'm saying is I can't I can't go for a side that has so much control over everything. And the thing is, is like our other option is an orange dude. <laughs> carrot. With, yeah, a carrot, basically. <laughs> I don't know. We're kind of put into a tough position. Trump's just like, he's not that mature. Like, if he wasn't so fueled by his ego, I feel like he'd be more reasonable. Like, he, really he has some. Would. Yeah, he has some good policies and everything. I like that he's trying to keep uh, business away from China. He's trying to keep more jobs here. It's just that, I don't know, he tries to focus too much on, like, just his ego. Yeah. It gets, I mean, it gets annoying. What he said about the ballots is actually pretty true. I saw the headline not too long ago. Uh, let's see. It says, breaking FBI find mail-in ballot discarded in Pennsylvania. All of them were cast with President Trump. And that's in mm. Pennsylvania. There's uh, ballots in California. A lot of uh, left-wing heavy cities have been discarding ballots for Trump. Mail-in ballots. Really? Yeah. And that's why he's pushing for, hey, you got to vote in person. Because, yeah, you may vote in ballots, but people can still throw them away. Mm. And so... I think like over, they found six ballots in an office yesterday in a garbage can, eight ballots in an office yesterday in a certain state, and they were they had Trump all written all over. All the all the trash ballots were Trumps. Yeah, that's what he's worried about with the whole like, mail in your votes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tricky. Like mailing your votes, I mean, it can be done because it happened back in the what was it back in the twenty sixteen election, mm-hmm. but. It's not reliable. I mean, shit happens with mail. I mean, we've all ordered shit from Amazon. Let's yeah. Some just give you some random or, crap. <laughs> yeah. They don't treat the package as well or some shit, right? And so it's the same thing with mail and ballots. Like, it's a flimsy piece of paper that you're putting in the mail, you know? And someone could just see it. They don't like what they're seeing. They can just toss it. Yeah, I don't trust no, that. There's no history of it ever being sent in. I just want things to be fair. I don't like Trump. I don't like Biden, but I want the votes to be fair. Yeah. I rather We we shouldn't, you know, just yeah. because you have an opinion about one person doesn't mean you should like just, you know, ambush somebody. Yeah. I mean, I rather if Biden wins, I wouldn't be mad if all the votes were treated right, you know. If yeah. it was a clear yeah. victory and he won the right way and fair. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be mad. Same with Trump. I'm not going to be mad. But I've, if it's tainted, then I'm going to be like, bo, what the fuck is this? It's kind of obvious that Trump's going to win. Mm. Well, I don't know. Well, with the debate, he kind of made himself look worse. But yeah. the amount yeah. of Trump supporters is insane. That's just that. The amount he gained over the three years he's had. Mm-hmm. Like, he yeah. gained a lot of He gained votes. a lot. But he also lost a lot. He did. Because a lot of people voted for him, like... Take Colin, for example, who was on our podcast not that long ago. He was think, very conservative growing up. I mean, yeah, and then yeah. he surprised me in the last podcast that we had with him because I was like, "Oh, he's very." I don't, I wouldn't say he's necessarily like liberal now, but he's he was very definitely anti-Trump. He's very anti-Trump. That's for sure. And like, I don't. I mean, I'm cool. Like, I'm I'm not I'm not pro-Trump. That's a thing. I don't like him as a person, but a lot of his policies I support. 
it's just that it's sad that the lesser of the two evils in this situation is probably Trump. Well, actually, I don't know. It's just Biden <laughs> isn't all there. It's I don't know. Hey man, like, it's, it's tricky. Because it's thing tricky. is, I don't like talking like I don't want to talk good about Trump because that's how you get people like turned away. Yeah. But again, but it's if you're talking good about him, but you're using facts and statistics to back your argument, then people can't really you can't really like you for yeah. It. He does good with um like I said, he's doing good with like keeping more jobs here, and he's doing good with like immigration control. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I don't really like him as a person for one thing. Well, after the debate uh, in the Hispanic community. For, uh. the, for the speaking, the Spanish speaking channel. Yeah. They said uh, the Hispanic vote is sixty percent in approval rating for Trump. While really. Was for I Biden. saw that. You know what's crazy is that um, they try to make it seem like Trump is this guy that's very against like Hispanic voters and all that, but he's actually. I think a lot of his voters are Hispanic or like they're. They are because. They are. He has a lot more. I'll say this much: my family. Was illegal, you know, when they first got here, right? Mm. When my mom was was a child, they came here illegally, right? They worked their way up to where they are now, right? Yeah. My mom being very successful, my aunt, same thing, right? They worked to get there. And the thing with the Republican Party is they favor the working class. That's Mm -hmm. what they keep in mind, right? You work hard to earn your money, so you should be able to keep your money. Whatever you earn, no one should be able to tell you what you can and can't do with it. Right. Yeah, that's why a lot of Hispanics vote for Trump, because they got yes they came here illegally and yes he's trying to track down he's trying to cut back on immigration to stop illegal immigration. Mm-hmm. But again, he's gonna allow them to keep their money. He's gonna allow them to make their money and not have to worry about losing it and not being able to move forward in life. You know. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people come over here for. I look at Edward's parents, right? They move over here from where? Uh, uh, Romania. Romania, right? And they're conservative, right? Yeah. I mean, the same reason. They came here, earned their, earned their key, mm. earned their citizenship. And so they want somebody who's going to represent them and help them keep their money. That's yeah. what it is. It's not a matter of, you know, oh, you know, fuck Trump's, your feelings or this and that. Yeah, Trump's not trying to deport everybody. He's trying to keep people from coming in, not trying to get people out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about it. You wouldn't just let anybody into your house. I mean, I think what gives him a bad image right now is the whole thing. Um, those camps, or wherever they are, like near the border where, like, yeah, kids the, are being kept with, like, the Obama, foil blankets. The Obama administration was the one who enforced those camps, right? They, they, yeah, they no, I know. Yeah. I'm saying that's... But he's, like, the one... That's in office right now, so yeah, he has like the bad that's image. That's why I'm blaming him. But people don't understand that Obama and Biden were but the one you know, who, who yeah. originally. <laughs> but it's like you know, if Biden's president, then they're not going to give him shit for it. I just I wish things were equal in a sense where we could give everybody shit for like their mistakes. But I'm not saying we shouldn't give Trump shit for the stuff that he does. I'm saying we should give everybody shit. But the media is so so, uh, so controlled. Him. Yeah, it's just well, it's just so controlled by like one side. I mean, that's why it's called like the radical left. And now the left is losing more people because a lot more people are seeing like seeing it for what it is now, like in terms of the media and everything. Yeah, there's this uh, Netflix documentary that I was talking to my parents about last night that they were telling me to watch. It's called The Social Dilemma, I believe. I think I've heard of it. It's like a documentary. It basically talked about how 
social media and marketing and Google and all these companies where, let's say you and I were to trade phones, right? Mm -hmm. If we both were to look up the same thing, our results would be completely different. Yeah. Why? Because they take data from what you're always seeing and what you're always looking for. And so whatever you search up, they try to find things that are closer to what you would like. Yeah. Same with social media, right? You look at your feed, if you're liking all these tweets or Instagram pictures or whatnot, but best example, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Your feed is completely dependent on what you like. So your feed might be full of movies. Mm. My feed might be full of deaf people. Your feed might be full of, I don't know, tennis, right? <laughs> That's just how it is, right? And so with that, it basically they're basically controlling how, it's almost brainwashing you, like yeah. how you should think, yeah. right? And so now with this debate, even now I see people on Twitter today where it's like, hey, you know, it's cool to vent your frustrations online, mm. but reminder that you're only going to see what you're going to want to see because that's how it's programmed to be. Mm. So instead of... That's the thing. People are too lazy to actually look for the facts. Exactly. And that's why I try to like look at multiple sources. So that way my feed is mixed. It's not yeah. one side. I'll look for articles, but I also watch a lot of YouTubers that are um, not people that are you know very biased. I watch... Okay. Actually, I just watch podcasts. Now I think about it. <laughs> I, I can't, you know, I can't say shit. I listen to people like us. But, I mean, the thing is about podcasts. I mean, I listen to intelligent people. Yeah. The thing I, about I'm not, I'm not just talking about Joe Rogan. I'm talking about, yeah. like... I mean, you got Ben Shapiro. Yeah, you ben got... Uh, I like, I like Candace Owens a lot. She's really smart. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Megan Kelly just came out with a new podcast, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to bring this up. Did you see... The Nancy Pelosi thing, where she's in an interview. I don't know. She was on, I think, Fox News or something like that. And she was being asked questions. And all of a sudden, she was like, good morning, Sunday morning. Do you see that? She was like, I think she was having like a stroke or something. It was funny. But there's like a meme that was made out of it where like whenever that happened, the Windows startup noise. <laughs> as soon as like... Because it's undefeated. Well, here's the thing: people shouldn't be in power that long. Like, I think she was; she's been in power for like probably like 45 years, something like that. And people that old, like, if you're if you're falling apart like that, you should not be in power. I think Biden's not all there. Dude, my grammar (laughs) is so bad. I'm just looking. Okay, she was elected. She was elected in 1976. Yep. Dude, I would have retired. You were elected as a Democratic uh, National Committee member. You know how long ago I would have retired? Why would you want to stay that long? But then again, she's making a lot of money and she's in power. So. She's making a fuck ton of money. She has like a giant wall around her house. Yeah. Like, uh, She was elected as a party chair for Northern California in, in 77. And four years later, elected the head of the California Democratic Party, which she led until 83. Hmm. God damn. Dude, that's so long. Like, and the problem with the government is it's corrupted from the ground up. And it's both sides. I'm not talking Democrat or Republican. Like, yeah, when there's this one woman who was in the House of Representatives, she was trying to run for president. Mm. And she's Democratic, but she's not like 
a radical Democrat. She's very like, what's the word? She's reasonable, okay? Let's just put it out. She's reasonable. But yeah. she was saying how the moment she was elected to the House, they told her, this is where the Democrats sit. This is what you vote for. Anytime a Republican bill gets pushed, you vote against it. Doesn't matter. Otherwise, your credibility is out the window, and we're not gonna, you're not going to have the support, the support of your members. It feels like we have little kids running the country because the fact that there's two sides is just so stupid. Everyone's trying like to just like two teams just against each other. Yeah, even and like the thing is like I get that both sides have different views on things, but when it comes down to that, where people are like, "Oh, I don't care what you're saying. You're a Republican, so I don't want to listen to you." It's like, okay, Dude. that makes no sense. That's why I don't. That's why I don't like label myself as anything because I just say Same. I'm a moderate because my views spread from both sides. I say Same. I'm just so my views will be like I'm pro gun, but I think we need more gun control. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like I'm a Gemini bitch. Yeah, like, I'm pro abortion, <laughs> but like, only necessary abortion, like yeah, rape and medical issues, not unnecessary ones. Like, I just don't want one. Mm. Like I support a cause for one side, but I still have views on it. Yeah, on the other. You know what I mean? It's that, like I would say. If I if I'm like leaning toward conservative or well, I'm not leaning toward, but I'm just saying like. One thing I agree with is like pro guns and everything, because mm-hmm. you I should mean, be able to like protect you, your yeah. house and all exactly. that. Exactly, like the the all the riots are a prime example. Yeah, that's what makes me feel. Because they're only you know, happening in places that are very anti-gun. That's why they're able to do what they can. Yeah, if, you don't see this shit in Texas. Oh no, Texas, no. you're like you go to buck down a store. The shop owner has two shotguns. Why do you think go. so many people yeah. left LA and came to Texas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's like, all right. I'm sure. I'm sure Rogan. The moment he got here, he got like some. What AR fifteen? Oh yeah, I mean, he was yeah. ready. Yeah, he's like, come take my. I saw, I saw. He went to like a shooting range as soon as he got here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no. His buddy took him to a shooting range. He was yeah. just yeah, a blast. Yeah, yeah. That's just you know, this is how it is. You can also have a tiger here if you want. Like everybody's seen Tiger King. Oh, I want a tiger. I do not want a tiger. No. <laughs> what do you want? Huh? What do you want? A fucking dog, bro. Like, pe- oh, okay, professional exotic animal at the pet. What you have? Mm. Koala. This is why we're friends. I, I was thinking koala, and you said koala. Right. Like you? they're small animals, and you can just have them on your shoulder and just chill there. Yeah, like, I mean, it was probably it'd probably be something like that. A koala. Yeah. But if I wanted to protect my property, I'd get silverback. Like oh a no! Violent, like a violent animal. I'd get a kangaroo trained by Mike Tyson. <laughs> Like trained by my oh, oh that thing bro. anyone shows up on <laughs> my front bro, door right what do you mean that kangaroo gonna train Mike Tyson what the fuck <laughs> <is wrong? laughs> kangaroos will beat the shit out of you I they're, well, I they're scary who, uh, I have a friend who moved to Australia for school and literally she rescued a kangaroo Joey and she's just living with a kangaroo in her house really and she'll send me texts like. So her morning starts whenever it's like eight, nine o'clock here, mm-hmm. and so she sent me a morning pic of like a kangaroo. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is that? She's like, it's a kangaroo. I'm like, yeah, but like, what is it doing in your house? Like, oh, I rescued it off the off the land. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure there's some mother kangaroo out there looking for a baby. <laughs> yeah, <not> <laughs> probably. But yeah, I think I might dress up as a Democrat for Halloween. I'm not sure. How would that work? I'll dye my hair, and I'll get mad at anybody who disagrees with me. 
Oh, I mean, that's one way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, dude, Halloween. That's... I'm kind of happy, because then I'm going to worry about running over kids, you know? Yeah. As fucked up as that sounds. Like, I don't know. I think it, I think, I think Halloween's going to be the same this year. Only that everybody probably. has to Yeah. That, that, it does get annoying when you're trying to drive somewhere Halloween night, and there's just kids everywhere. And it walks so fucking slow. Yeah. Like, bro, you want to get one over? Because I can and do that. It's like you drive the exact speed limit, and you'll have parents, like, yelling at you, telling you to slow down. Oh, get your kids out the street. Yeah. But I don't get it. You don't get it? Oh, I mean, I don't have a kid, though, so. You sure about that? Huh? Are you sure about that? Don't you fucking jinx me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, as long as you're safe, you don't got to worry about it. Yeah. Just wrap your willy. Don't be silly. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I don't know. It's just hard to talk about things right now. Because all we have is just a debate and the election. Well, the new episode of South Park comes on tonight. Really? Oh, yeah, tonight. <laughs> it's the one-hour pandemic special. They got... So they got the pandemic, Black Lives Matter, uh, California. They've got Tiger King. Do <laughs> <laughs> one hour of South Park. <laughs> yeah, that's why they had to do one hour for their first episode this season because so much happened this year. And it's like the character Randy is selling uh, weed called the Pandemic Special. <laughs> it's funny. That's right, because he owns a weed farm. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to bring a towel. That's funny how we like we didn't understand that joke until after we started using a towel, and that's what like. Oh, that sounds man. weird, Noah. That sounds weird. Hey man. <laughs> hey man, people don't get the context. They don't need to get the context. They're free no. to think how they feel. We know. We know what we're talking about. Yeah, they're just gonna think we're using towels to wipe our ass or something. Hey man, I don't know. <laughs> I do that too. If they no. told me, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? Yeah. I mean, you got to. But, I don't know. Yesterday, what was it? I was driving home, and there was this guy. You know, you know what I really hate? Mm. People who drive sports cars, mm-hmm. but they don't drive like they drive sports cars. That's because they're more likely to get pulled over. Cops want to pull over sports cars because they can... Typically, anyone that drives a sports car can afford that speeding ticket. And if you drive, like, 10 over, I think you can still get pulled over by the cops for that. Well, I'm not saying the speed, but let's go to speed limit. I mean, there's this guy who's driving a Mustang. He was going 15 under. Really? Yeah. That's annoying. But he was driving in the left lane. Mm. Driving That's alongside annoying. another car who's yeah. going 15 under. That's That's so annoying. Yeah. And the best part was he did get pulled over. Really? Yeah. Oh, for going under? Yeah, Yeah, because apparently it was an undercover cop right behind him. Damn. And the cop knew what he was doing, so he flashed his lights out. But if that was any other car, I'm sure he wouldn't have pulled them over. Yeah, no. No. That's the funny thing. You go go too slow, you get pulled over. You go too fast, you get pulled over. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. But uh, what would would be like your dream sports car if you could get one? If I got one? Yeah, if you could pick any sports car. Mm. Or just any car, really. Any car. Yeah. A 70 uh, Chevy Impala. Okay. Two-door. Black. 
What the would, one, the what one would, with that one seat in the back? Yeah. What would be your uh, sports car, though? Sports car? Um, probably like a classic Stingray, to be honest with you. No, I'm talking about like new stuff. Oh, new stuff. Yeah. Mm, the Tesla Roadster. The what? The Tesla Roadster. Which one is that? Is that the new one that came out like the truck? No, no. I can't spell today, bro. Tesla. I really do want to get a Tesla one day. Roadster. Dude, it's so clean. It's so clean. Oh, wow. This one right here. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would be... That would be mine. That would the be red mine. and black or the white and black looks so clean. That does look clean. Yeah, Tesla Roadster could have drive for you. So, fuck yeah. it, you know? Imagine going 90 down Fort Pentol and it's driving for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the passenger seat eating popcorn and watching a movie on the screen. You yeah, I think do that, right? Be in the passenger seat? Dude, there's videos online. People riding in the passenger seat and their car just driving them where they go. You're not supposed to do that, though. No, but yeah. they're still doing it. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Who's going to stop you? Yeah. <laughs> no, a Tesla would be like the dream car, I think, because a car that can drive yeah. itself, mm-hmm. especially when you're tired. I or know like... uh, Uber and Lyft are trying to get with uh, auto-driving cars, so where you just call a car and it'll drive on its Man, that'd be so nice because I hate when I'm drunk and I have to interact with people. <laughs> <laughs> like the I've drivers never, just like get in. <laughs> I've never had to do that. Uh, like with an Uber? That, where I had to call an Uber. Well, it rarely... Typically, it's someone that just doesn't talk at all. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> because if you're getting picked up like from a bar or something, and you're, you've had quite a few drinks, you're just like, all right, I just want to get home. I, I don't want to talk right now. Well, I, actually, I don't know. I, I guess like I, talking when I'm drunk. I do too. But sometimes you get that Uber driver that's like, man... I shit myself this morning. I'm like, all like, right, cool, man. I feel like same, bro. <laughs> what color was it? Would you uh, have an intimate conversation about shit? Why not? Yeah. I'm drunk. I mean, I'm not going to remember the conversation anyways. I don't know. You don't know? I'm just saying sometimes. Sometimes they'll talk about some weird stuff. But I, I have an important question. Hmm. You said dream car. What is your dream house? Dream house? Dream house. Um... So let's say you're making YouTube money, like fuck you money. Oh, like like millions or something like, like that. Fuck you money. Or okay. You just spend it. Okay. Well, what I'd like to do. So I wouldn't want a big house. I'd want like, I mean, I wouldn't mind like a good size house. Like, say like one like this. Like this is a pretty good size house. Um, I would want one like this, but I'd also like to have like a little house next to it. Hmm. I'm not talking like a casita. I mean, that would be cool. But I'm talking... Like my uh, cousin's house? Dude, I'm talking my own little theater. Oh. Where you have like the downstairs is like the area where it's like um, you have like the popcorn machine. You have like a little concession stand all that. You have like your... Kitchen. I'd have like a soda fountain. Stuff like that. I'd soda have, fountain? Yeah. You, you, want, you want a theater next to your house. Yeah, dude. <laughs> His own movie theater. And I'd want to go like I wonder how big you could go with like a theater, like your own, your own theater. Like, um, I'm talking, you know, like when you go to AMC and they have like the smaller theaters in there. I'm talking like that size. Or what about the ones at Star Cinema, the uh, Theater Ten? Yeah, or something like that. 
That's that's actually I've so seen that, stuff like that at people's houses. Yeah, it's like what they said, like 20, 25 people, and it's like three, three rows. Yeah, three yeah. rows, and then like two rows on the floor. Well, you gotta get yeah. them recliners though, and then yeah. warmers though. That's actually not that bad, I don't think. And then you just gotta get like, I don't know if I'd actually get a projector. I'd get the wall. The wall, you know, from the wall Samsung. Is, Linda? is it that thing? It's not a projector, no. No, it's literally <laughs> so, like a bunch of TVs that come together to form one giant TV. Oh snap! Okay, so and you can like, take it apart if yeah, you want. Okay, and yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So I know what you're talking each about. Each screen is lit up individually with pixels. So even if one square of the screen you bought is broken, you just replace that square. Mm-hmm. It's just a completely modular screen. So you can make it look like an L if you wanted to. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The wall. Yeah, I would do the wall too. Yeah. But I would get like Adobe Atmos. Oh, uh, speakers. Speakers. Yeah. yeah. I want to feel that shit. You know. Yeah. Like when Spider Man said, "I'm I'm not feeling good, Mr. Star. I want to feel that shit. I want to feel." Dude, the- if I had that, I wouldn't even go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd go to the movies anymore. Well, actually, no, I would, because I want to see new movies, and I still want to see them on like the bigger screens. But yeah. man, I fucking miss the movies. <laughs> I, I mention this in every podcast because I say it because since I was like four, what's crazy is I used to be scared of going to the movies when I was like, I think little because there was a, it was like the trailer for Ice Age scared the shit out of me. Scared the <laughs> really? shit out of me. Yeah. Cause it's like whenever he has the acorn, the little squirrel and he gets struck by lightning that was right when they started like using like the really expensive speakers that were really loud. Oh, so you hear that shit. Oh. <laughs> I was little and I ran out the theater apparently. And then the movie that brought me back to the movies was uh, Harry Potter. And that's why Harry Potter is my favorite series today. It is? Yeah, I think Harry Potter is probably my favorite series. I could rewatch it over and over again and not get tired of it. But uh, no, it's like since I was like little, like I'd go to the movies like every week. And then COVID's like, fuck you, Riley. We're taking it away. <laughs> and I'm so upset. I mean, there's been some movies. Like, got Tenet. And I've yet to see it. It's good. It's good. Um, you told me it's a headache, though. It's a headache because you got to try to understand that. You got to take some Adderall before you go see that movie. Wait, what? <laughs> like, Whoa, what? You got to be focused. I'm wa- I heard people say it's like watching a movie backwards. It is. I can't explain it, dude. I gotta watch it again to understand it. <laughs> like, I, I wish I understood it, but I just... Basically, there's there's even, people have been putting clips online of, like, scenes in reverse. And what's crazy is, like, it still looks weird when it's in reverse. Like, because there's things going on. Like, I, I can't explain it, dude. It's... The movie kind of fucks with your head a little bit. Speaking of movies that fuck with your head, I found the next uh, Hereditary. I haven't finished. I haven't finished. I haven't finished watching it yet. What movie? I'm not gonna tell you. Well, because I have to finish the movie and then I'm gonna show it to you. Because I don't want you to watch it on your own. Because I want to see your reaction. I'm halfway through it, and I was like, no. I'm not. Sh- I'm not joking with you. It was originally supposed to be like an A24 movie, I think, but COVID came along. And you're not even gonna tell me the name. Mm-mm. Who directed it? I'm not telling. God damn, Riley. Bro, uh, once He's I'm. Like, no, I want to watch you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, dude. Because you and me both experienced Hereditary and Midsummer. And Midsummer. Have you seen those? I've seen Midsummer. Oh, what'd you think of it? That's <laughs> <laughs> Immediately shakes her head. That's funny. <laughs> Literally, my sister watched it with her friend. And she just looks at me and she's like, bro, why? I'm like, what do you mean? Why? Like, why'd you recommend I watched it? It's something like, hey, man, everybody got to watch it. <laughs> I'm also got you? Like, what part of the movie where you're like, oh, like, this is real shit? I mean, just like at the end, because at first I didn't know what was going on. I really didn't. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I think anybody like, what are these? Where are these people going? Like, what the heck is going on? And just like towards the end, like when stuff like actually did start getting real, like... I started to see that it was like a cult or whatever, and I was yeah. just like, "What?" <laughs> oh, that barn scene still fucks me up to this day. Like the barn scene the barn with the scene. Like, yeah, all the other see, scenes are fucked, but that barn scene—I remember watching in a theater, mind you, mind you. I wasn't sober. I'm not gonna say what, but I wasn't sober. <laughs> so that barn scene really. Oh, dude, me. we were like, we walked into that theater like, all right, we got this. We got this ain't gonna be bad. Literally, first fifteen minutes, her whole family's dead. Well, like, the thing is, we had a couple people tell us like, oh, it's not as good as Hereditary, and we we're like, all right, we'll go watch it. Yeah, but my uh, one of my old coworkers said he had moon rocks, shrooms, and some other stuff. He had shrooms yeah. before going to see it. Yeah. Yeah, shrooms, yeah, moon rocks. I thought you said it was just moon rocks. Oh, yeah, shrooms. Oh yeah, rocks. no! <laughs> you know what a moon rock is? Nope. Okay, so for those who don't know, and I don't condone this, and I've never done this, but I know people who have. A moon rock is basically weed. You get a nug, right, and then you dip it in weed wax that's very concentrated, and then you put it in this stuff called key, which is crystallized THC. And you do that over a consecutive amount of time until it's like a th- thick ball. And basically it's like very, very psychoactive. You're like tripping like very bad. And then you had psychedelic mushrooms too. And then you watched them. And then you watched them. Yeah, you know, I feel like a movie like that, watching it for your first time on mushrooms, I imagine that's... Uh, he, he came to How did he get to the theater? He, He's taking Uber? Yeah, he saw the earliest showing. Like, when it was released, he saw, like, the earliest showing. Damn. He came to oh, work wow. the next day. And I saw him. He just looks at me and just smiles. I'm like, yeah. dude, what's up? He's like, bro, that movie was everything. I'm like, what do you mean a movie was everything? I'm like, bro, just, just watch it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and the whole time when we weren't busy, he literally downloaded the movie script. Yeah. And was reading the script, trying to understand <laughs> the movie. <laughs> And I'm like, bro, you good? It's like, just watch the movie. And then we watched it, and then I went back to work. I'm like, bro, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get what you mean. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We've talked about the movie quite a few times, and I've tried to stop talking about it because I'm like, all right, we're going to wear this movie out. That movie and Hereditary. Um, but, I mean, they are really uh, unique. I told you, I, I went to uh, the place where I used to work. And my old coworker was there watching the movie for the first time. Hereditary, <laughs> oh my right? god! Yeah, hereditary. And she was like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Oh, you're just in the first twenty minutes." Yeah, yeah she's like, "Why is she cutting off the head?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so much more for waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you haven't watched Hereditary, right? No. I recommend. Watch yeah, it. watch. It's good. I actually, I, I think I like Hereditary more than Midsummer, but Midsummer is like probably one of the most 
creative movies I've ever seen. In ter- where it's more of the it's one of the most artistic yeah. movies. Like visually, even at, like if you watch the movie without sound or anything, you'd still be like kind of impressed yeah. with what you see. That's you'd also true. you're That's still disturbed. A good observation that you just made. You can't watch. You really can't watch it without sound. Mm-hmm. And be like completely. But the sounds of like, like all the screams and like all the weird noises, it kind of adds something mm-hmm. to it. But yeah, if you watch it without sound, you'd still get something yeah. visually um, appealing and disturbing at the same time. Yeah, the uh, the thing is, they're both so different from each other; it's hard to compare them. Mm-hmm. Hereditary is Hereditary is meant to scare you. Yeah. And Midsummer is meant to really like make you go, "What, what am I watching?" And why am I watching this? Mm-hmm. That's really all it is. Exactly. And this man has three more movies left for that whole universe. Cause they're all Did he say he's going to make three more movies? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. My theory is supposed to be like a Knight's Court. That's what I was telling my my friend. Because um, you have the May Queen, and then when you watch Hereditary, it's about this. Yeah, you don't want to give anything away. Yeah. But, um, yeah, those movies, they just fuck you up. But the one that I'm watching right now, dude... Oh my god! He's hyping it up, though. He's yeah. hyping it up. <laughs> I am. I am hyping up. I haven't gotten to the end though, so I don't know. I don't because I don't want to like show it to you and have it not be good. But sure. I'm halfway through. And, you're and like, what? Yeah, you can't say anything about it. No, not even like a small little bit of context. It gives you that same unsettling feeling. Oh no! There's no jump scares. You're oh, just like. No. People and it like, has it has that artistic style of like if if I told you it was an Ari Aster movie you'd believe me, but it's not though. You know what we need? We need Ari Aster to direct a debate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need a director of Midsummer Hereditary to to direct a debate. I'm thinking about eventually starting uh, another podcast, like call it Cinecast. Cinecast? Oh, we're just like talking, we're about just movies, talking about yeah. movies, yeah. We talk about movies. Because like once we get into movies in the podcast, I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, all right. You just go, man. Just movies. Oh, yeah. T- I can talk about it forever. That's the thing. I mean, I, I can talk a lot about politics. It's just that I have a lot more trouble, like, formulating yeah. <laughs> my thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. I, I'd have to write it down a little bit more to really, like, have a strong opinion on it. Like, if yeah. I had a debate with Ben Shapiro, he'd just crush me. Like, ben Shapiro crushed everything. Yeah, but he's he's a really smart dude. He I think he went to college at like age sixteen or something like that. Yeah. He's but I'd, I'd love to have a conversation with him or like I'd love yeah. I'd love to have a conversation with like a lot of politicians. I'd just yeah. I'd come off as like a dumbass around them. I told my parents I'm like, hey, I'm a moron. I can point out the problem, but I can't tell you how to solve it. That's not my job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, like yeah, I can yeah. I can point out every problem that we have in the country, but I can't tell you how to solve it. I don't know shit. I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, is people call out Trump for everything he does and But like, how no do you one... expect one person to know what to do? That's why the president shit is so outdated. Like you can't have one person rule an entire country. Yeah. You just can't. Like dictators, but people teams, love yeah. people love having someone to blame. It's always gonna be like that. Yeah, I mean, it's easier to blame somebody for a problem than try to fix it. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, why why would I put my effort in trying to fix a problem when somebody else can just do it? I blame you, you know. Yeah, no, hey, one, that's that's on you. That's not my problem. No one anymore. blamed Obama for as much. Um, 
partly because of the media, but I think it's also because people liked him more as a person. I liked him more as a person. He was a much better speaker than Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, he's someone that you could probably get along with a lot better. Um, and he also like made history by being the first like black president. Yeah. But he still, you know, he messed up with some things for sure. Like he, he put us in debt. But I mean, pretty much every president has put us in debt. So Trump's actually put us in a lot of debt. So huh? Trump's put us in a lot of debt. Yeah. But he's also provided a lot of jobs. So yeah. I mean, the thing is, people want social change. And I'm all for social change. Mm-hmm. But that shit costs money. And it's not the government paying for it. It's us paying for it through taxes. Yeah. So the only way we can afford these is by raising taxes. And if we're in an economic decline right now because of COVID, how the, hell, how the fuck do you expect us to pay for it? Yeah. People, don't, people are out of jobs. People are losing jobs. Yes, we're, we're climbing back up, but we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is, Right now, we need to get our economy back up so that we, when we do try to focus on social change, we can afford it and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And I talked to a friend of mine last night who's very liberal about it, and I told her, look, I don't like Trump, but I'd rather deal with another presidential term with Trump and have us bring us back into an economic uh, I, He could definitely do that, I think. Because we need a businessman to bring us back, right? We need, we, need, we need our money now, right? Yeah. So I feel like if we get Trump back in office, as bad as he is, he'll bring our economy back up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think- so that way when his term is over, whoever is next in line, if they're very all for social change, they can do it because he set the economy up for that. I think Trump made a good point last night. Um he was saying that, you know, he he tried to keep things open. He's trying to keep businesses open. He's trying to keep things moving. He's saying, like, you know, yeah. the whole mask thing is what is keeping us moving. You could wash your hands. Um, you could, people yeah, know what to people do. Know yeah, what and to he do. was saying, like, Biden, you know, not just Biden, a lot of people on the left, for some reason, they want to keep things closed, which doesn't make any sense because that's how you ruin people's lives. You ruin jobs. You ruin businesses. But that's the thing is control. You keep you keep things closed. You have control over what happens. Who stays open? Who doesn't? You have that. That's the thing. that's all communism yeah. thing. Like that's how it works. I mean, I just, I just don't get it. The reason why people are leaving California is not just because of the rioting. It's because they can't live there. It's yeah. expensive as fuck as it is to live there. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, if you're like forced that. into quarantine, how the fuck do you expect? I almost considered like living there at one point, and I was prepared to live in my car because it was early on in my uh, like in filmmaking. Mm. Um, it was like I had been making short films for maybe like a year or two, and I was starting to get into acting as well. I was taking like acting lessons, and I was thinking like, you know what? If I really want to pursue a career as like a filmmaker slash actor, I think I will move to LA. I'm prepared to like take the risk because there's a lot of people that have done that, but it's just like the people there aren't for me. Everything's so political, and I just don't get it. Why are people always at each other's throats? Why does everybody have to have like the same belief? Mm-hmm. And it's also just the prices. Like so many people have to live in their cars because they just can't afford to live there, and it's so competitive there with you know filmmaking and acting too i feel like it should be more spread out 
I mean, I mean Atlanta's a place now. Atlanta's a very big film place. Yeah. But now it's starting to become uh, a little more spread out. Like now people are actually filming everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's it's starting to be um, a bigger thing because like now we have all these streaming services. And I think Netflix, I think they're building a studio in uh, New Mexico. I th- think same with Amazon, which would be awesome because it would be a lot closer. Yeah, that's right there. You know that show on Netflix, Ratchet? Yeah, I've heard that's good. Yeah. Well... I heard I heard it was good too, but I also heard that they had another, Netflix had another incident of a child uh, really? exploitation. Really? Apparently, they insinuated like child sex in the show or some shit like that. Really? Yeah. What? And then with the whole after, with the whole backlash from cuties and all that, it's very it's very weird. I feel like so, there's certain groups of people that try to promote that and try to act like it's okay because it's like, oh no, you can't shut this down. That's just something that you know. People try to bring politics into I mean, it, and it's like no one's gonna defend that. Like no one, no reasonable person that has a child is gonna defend that, or just anyone that's like same. A, a same yeah. human being. No one. I like, mean, you know, pedophiles are trying to add themselves to the LGBTQ community. Yeah, and it's like, saying, hey, I was born liking children. It's not like it was my choice. I that's, think that's their argument. I think one thing that needs to happen is I think there should be more of an outreach for people that, um, like, people that are, like, pedophiles or stuff like that, there should be, like, more of, like, an outreach saying, like, hey, if you find yourself, like, wanting to do this thing to, like, like, if you find yourself interested in kids, go seek therapy right away. Because it's, like, yeah, I get, like, everyone's going to shame you, of course. Like, no one's going to support you and like, what you're wanting to do. Like, yeah. yeah. Um. But at least, like, try to get help before you actually try to, like, pursue anything like that. Like, try to get help because mm-hmm. might, you might have some sort of, like, mental thing wrong with you. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't, like, because that's the a thing. Lot of, a lot of it, here's my theory about that whole pedophilia thing. A lot of it, I feel like, stems from poor childhood. I, I think so, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm saying therapy. Yeah. Like, because like, they'll, they'll, they'll probably ask you questions like, okay, how were you treated as a kid? Things like that. Like, you need to seek therapy before I mean, actually... Michael Jackson. Dude, he, he had was a... always yeah. friends with kids. It's not like he was a pedophile. I don't believe so, because even... What's that guy's name from... Macaulay Obama? Culkin. Yeah, he, he, he defended Michael I, Jackson to, to the I day. don't know. I Like, I, I believe what, Mo, like, Macaulay Culkin's saying, like, saying that he never did anything to him, per se. Honestly, I don't know about Michael Jackson. I'm yeah. not trying to, like... Talk shit about him because I love Michael Jackson. You but know. if you think about it, his his childhood was taken away from a very young age. He yeah. became very yeah. popular. You know, he was part of the Jackson Five. Then he became Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. the myth, the man, mm-hmm. the legend, Michael Jackson. Right? He's never had a childhood. That's why he had a zoo in his backyard. He had an amusement park in his backyard because he never had that. He was castrated when he was a kid. You know that, right? I knew that he had something done to him to make his voice higher. He was higher. castrated. Oh, so his kids aren't actually his? Well, it's tricky. Oh, did he, he have like chem- some sort of like... He was castrated. Mm. That's why his voice was the way it was. Yeah. His voice Which never matured from when he awful. was awful. And that's why he's kind of always acted like a certain way. Exactly. His yeah. voice is amazing. His voice is amazing, yeah. but that's because he was castrated. He, he, his yeah. voice never matured through period. They used to do that back in... um. I think it was like, yeah, I took a music class in college. Yeah, they told you like they, they yeah, used they to castrate little boys like when they were young just to make them a part of the choir. 
so they could yeah. earn money for their families. I learned that in my choir class whenever <laughs> I did that in high yeah, school. It's fun. But yeah, I mean, that's what I think a lot of like pedophilia come from. And then, of course, there are some sick fucks out there that's just like fucking kids. But a yeah, lot of people. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, before you, like, if you haven't done anything to anyone, but you start finding yourself like, like your mentality's like kind of leaning toward that, then you need to seek help right away. Like, I think that's, and I'm not trying to defend no. anyone that's doing, that's the thing. I don't want thinking like, no. like, oh yeah, it's but okay. You're, if you're, you're telling like, hey, you need to seek help because this is not okay. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like trying to like beat these people down and trash them, you're like, hey man, like, like this isn't okay. I don't support it, but at least try to get help. Like, like if you told me like something weird, like, hey man, like if you told me that you were like into little kids or something out of nowhere, which I know you wouldn't do. I'm just saying if that happened, I'd be like okay, have you done anything? And you told me no. I'd be like, all right, we're going to take you to the therapist. I'm driving. <laughs> get in the car. Now. Get in the car now. Yeah. No, no I'd be like, you just go now. Yeah, I'd be like, we're taking you right now. Appointment is... Because uh, that's the kid. thing. I would know that, like, I would know that you hit your head or something. I would True. know that something's really off. True. So... It's tricky, man. And it's like, same. I know you have, like, nephews or whatever, or, like, cousins. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, like, I would know, I would know something's now. off, so... Yeah, it's... That, but I mean, it's just a lot. Of, it's weird because mm. nowadays we're pushing the whole "it's okay to be you, be proud of who you are," and, and I, that's where it's that's, like the thing is, you know, it's like I support that, but if you're a serial killer, no, don't. Well, yeah, obviously, don't, obviously, obviously, don't obviously do that. people are really put the with the pedophilia thing. People are really pushing like, "Hey, I was born like this. It's not like I control this. This yeah. is just who I am." You know, and I, so to damn me for it. I'm not defending it, but I'm just saying this is what the argument that I hear about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's tricky because then they can pull, oh, you don't support my sexuality. So you are shaming me. Yeah. You know, and that that's a very tricky line nowadays. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. So, I think I've brought up Joker so many times, but I love it because it's one of the few movies like, in, you know, it's one of the few comic book movies that focus on mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess the Dark Knight does that a little bit. But, um, you know, Joker, it shows him um, becoming this person. He starts accepting himself. But you know that he's not supposed to. Like, you're not really... Like, no person would really support what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you see, like, where he came from. You find out that he was, like, abused as a kid. He has his little... Like, the whole thing with his laughing condition that happened because of psychological damage and everything. Which is, like, a real... His mom, like, beat him over the head. Or his her boyfriend beat him over the head. Yeah, and if you look it up, um, it is a real thing where people have this condition where, like, out of nowhere they have this burst of laughter, and it's, like, this painful choking feeling. It's, like, sad to watch. But, um... It's, like, you know, people gave him shit for it in the movie, mm-hmm. and it led him to where he is. So it's, like... I, I, I like the movie because it showed, like, more people should seek help when they're having issues like that. And he and was I think, actively seeking help. It's just... Well, things the they shut him down wasn't yeah. good enough. Yeah, and they were shutting him down too because of money. That's that's the thing. There's some people that have a lot of psychological issues, but they don't have the money, and I think that's where a lot of tax money should go toward. Mm-hmm. I mean, then again, I don't. I'm I'm sure someone could correct me. Like like, I don't. I probably don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying that I feel like there should be more of a media, um, more media awareness for that sort of thing. Mental health. I mean, it's being looked at a lot more now, mm-hmm. but it's still not taken as seriously as it should. Well, it's just that whenever you see, th- 
things like all these mass shootings and stuff like that you really see like okay something is wrong with that person they were not okay um it's like you it's like and then there are some people who just are there's nothing wrong with them that's just how they are because they they grew up from that no it's i mean the thing about mental health is yes a lot of people have mental health issues Mm -hmm. but there are just some people that are just that fucked up there's nothing wrong with them that's just how fucked up they are and so it's very difficult to diagnose what's a mental health issue or what's just somebody just being yeah but even then there's they can still talk to somebody that's like they have a robbery and a guy shooting people and there's nothing wrong with them mentally yeah but he can still talk to somebody that's the thing i'm saying that people should be talked to more Mm. it's like if you find yourself um gearing toward like doing something violent or doing something you know like being a pedophile or something like that if you haven't done anything yet then you should go seek help so that way you don't do any of that you know yeah but that's the thing i mean but that that's the thing though is like you know people shut shut you know shut you down real quick if you bring that up to somebody so you want to seek help like before bringing that up to anybody i don't know i mean if someone came up to me and they are envisioning bad things that they want to do. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, bro, like, let's say someone comes in, like, hey, man, like, I've been having these thoughts, like, I'm going to school and I'm being bullied a lot and, like, I'm thinking about, like, shooting it up because I'm just tired of everything. I'm not going to immediately go, hey, bro, what the fuck? I'm calling the police on. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. They haven't done it yet. And they're seeking help. Yeah. So the worst thing to do is to push them away. Yeah. That's the absolute worst thing to do. You have to be like, hey, as scary as it might be when someone comes up to you, but like, hey, I think I'm going to do this. That's scary shit. Mm-hmm. But you got to be able to be like, hey, okay, like, okay, thank you for coming to me. Like, I don't know why you came up to me and told me this, but let's try to get you some help. I'm not going to call the police on you or anything. Let's just get you help because they haven't done anything yet. You know what I mean? They thought about it, but they haven't done anything yet. And the problem is, a lot of these mass shooting, these kids have asked for help, and no one has done anything. Yeah. That's why they felt the need to do what they did. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not giving them the pass for doing it. It's still fucked up. They shouldn't have done it. Yeah. yeah. But it all starts somewhere, and it's neglect. You know? Mm-hmm. People neglect people who are asking and seeking for help. They're like, oh, you're a pussy. Quit thinking that way. You have nothing to be sad about. You live in this big house. Why are you depressed or anxious? Yeah, and that's yeah. not the kind of help that you... No, you don't need that. People don't need to be hearing that. They need yeah. to be like, oh, you're seeking help. Okay, got it. Let's get you that help. Yeah. Because if we do that, we can eliminate all these problems. Mm-hmm. Not just school shooting, but other shit going on too. Yeah. I mean, like, there's therapy for... Every, like, even with soldiers that come back home, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of soldiers are fucked up in the head. A lot of that trauma then equates to domestic abuse, rape, all this other bad shit. But how do you eliminate it? They send them to therapy. Almost 90% of the time, if people are, I think this is true, I'm not sure, but I know that if people are stationed somewhere in a war zone, I think when they come back, one of the first things they do is go to therapy. I think that has to be done. Yeah, it has to be done. They can't just put you back into society after living in a war zone for months or even exactly. years you should watch the movie brothers brothers what's it about uh so 
it's Toby Maguire um, and Jake Gyllenhaal. They play brothers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, Toby Maguire is like uh, off in Iraq or something like that or Afghanistan, and he has to do like some fucked up stuff there, mm-hmm. and he comes back with like this insane PTSD, and he just starts going off on everybody, mm-hmm. and it's like he just can't help it because he's just so messed up at that point. I mean, think about it. Let's just say you're a sniper, right? In Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. You've seen Lone Survivor, right? I actually haven't yet. Have you seen uh, America's Sniper? No, I haven't seen that one yet. I, I don't watch. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of war movies. I need to watch those yeah. though, because I like well, I like the modern day ones. Well, in, in, in American Sniper, you know, Bradley Cooper is a sniper, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's this point in the movie where there's this kid and this mom, mom quotes are mm-hmm. talking, right? And he has him eye down. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. What and then the lady hands him a bomb. And he was going to come across to mm. the other side and be a human bomb. Yeah. A kid. And so as a sniper, your job is to kill that kid because he's going to kill people on your side. Mm-hmm. But that's a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So imagine you're a sniper and your body count. This this is actually your body count is like 80 something people. Mm-hmm. Men, women. Children, innocent, not innocent, doesn't yeah. matter. You are supposed to protect your people. So if anyone puts you in danger, you gotta kill them. Mm-hmm. So coming back home, you killed children, you killed women, you killed men, right? Yeah, that takes a toll on you, and that's why they put you in therapy immediately after service, right? But you don't have to just go. To a war zone to get PTSD. You can get PTSD just from basic training. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some people who make it out of basic training and are automatically discharged because mentally they're not there. They got fucked up during basic training. Yes, they made it through. I've heard stories about that. Yeah. I mean, what was it? And uh, there's another one called uh, Jarhead with Jake Dillahaw, where they're mm. in the Marine Corps. I know which one you're talking about. You've seen it? I haven't seen it yet, but... Well, there's this one scene where they're in basic training, and they're uh. crawling under the barbed wire and mud, and they're shooting actual bullets over you. It's not blanks. They're shooting real ammo over you. Mm-hmm. And there's one scene where this guy stands up, he can't take it anymore because it's too stressful, and he gets shot. Damn. That shit actually happens. Yeah. And, I mean, it's fun. And, I don't know. I'm just a big advocate for mental health i mean i have family who served in the military i have family who have ptsd i know friends who serve and they have ptsd it's fucked you know yeah and then not just people in the military i mean an old friend of mine i'm not gonna say their name but they're transgender now and growing up i know i've known her since first grade Mm. and oh not first grade since fifth grade and i could see how it affected them Right? Because they started off gay. Yeah. That's what they felt like. And they're like, oh, I feel like a woman. And then they wore a dress to school. Mm-hmm. I, you remember that. I know who you're talking about. I, I never actually saw school. it happen. But. And I remember going over to her house. Mm-hmm. And she just broke down crying. She just looks at me. Didn't even say a word. Just starts crying. And yeah. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, I feel like I can't be me. Or I feel like if there's something wrong with me, I can't go to anybody. 
is either there's nothing you should be worried about or why are you feeling that way you shouldn't be feeling that way yeah or it's not that big of a deal damn you know mm-hmm. and it's like we don't know what someone's going through mm-hmm. you know they could like i said they could live in a million dollar mansion prime example mac miller look yeah. at him bro yeah his whole life he's talked about it drug abuse and mental struggles I mean, in his music, he's talked about it. And it's happened with, like, several different artists. Just and people like, that... I'm getting chill thinking about it. Like, when he passed away, yes, it was a shock to her. But at the same time, was it really that big of a surprise? The thing is, is, you know, whenever you see it happen with one of these uh, rappers that have been around for a couple of years that just partied so much that it took them out, mm-hmm. it's... When that happens, you're just like, okay, someone took too many Xanax or something like that. You know, they... They should have known that this was coming, but it's sad when you see... I mean, it's sad when that happens, too, but I was going to say it's, like, it's really sad when you see it happen to somebody that's just trying to be happy, but all the money and, you know, partying oh, yeah, and, like... I don't, I don't think it's necessarily the money that got to Mac. Well, it was, it was the drugs because of the money, though. Like, he became yeah. so successful. He had this yeah. mansion, and when you get, you know, you get to the top, and you want to get higher than that, and how do you get higher? Take True. drugs. True. So it's, like... Because the drugs just keep taking you I mean, further than people, that. So people it's like, in those kind of positions, they use drugs to escape life. Yeah. yeah. You know? And that's their escape. And, like, drugs, like alcohol. And it's like you keep trying you to escape. You, you eventually you get that tolerance. escape. You build a tolerance. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And so over time, you need more. more and more. Exactly. You need more and more. And, but again, that all starts somewhere. And that's what people don't understand. It's like, yeah, you may be living this grand lifestyle, but I'm sure your mental problems happened before then. Yeah. Or even even if it happened afterwards, what caused it? You know? We don't know what people are going through. We don't know what someone has gone through. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, being like, oh, I have mental health, or I have mental health problems, and or somebody's seeking help and you're shooing them away, it's like... You're not helping anybody. You're making it worse. Yeah. It's better to not feel comfortable dealing with the situation but still helping somebody than just completely avoiding it. I agree. But, damn, this podcast got deep as fuck. It did. It did. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that usually happens. It starts out with, like... Funny shit. Yeah, and we usually try to start out with, like, the main thing that's been going on, which was the debate. But now we're... Now we're here. I mean, it's but, good though. Yeah. But anyway, I think it's time to wrap it up. All right. Um, how far are we in now? An hour and six minutes. God damn. Okay. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Hopefully, we can get more coming out soon. We're trying to get more guests too. If you want, yep. If you want to be a part of it, just contact us. Yep. Yep. Anyways, bye. Bye.